Mukazari, Mamar Rabbi Oizayin. And he, again, the Chacham had just said that you can't compare something that a, a, the Navi would experience or see uh, in terms which he could relate to with his senses to just information which he would understand. The visual impact, even if it's a spiritual visual impact, is so much more powerful. Now, the king is going to respond to that. Naisvabi says, Amar Kazari. He agrees. It can't be that a person would feel as strongly or experience as strongly something which he would understand or hear about as much as something he would experience. Why? And he's interested in reading for it. And he says, When a way a person can understand something which he's told about, like he's explained to him, or he understands, it's like speech. And when it comes to what a person understands from what he hears or what he understands from reading or taking information, then in that sense, a person can't hear two things at the same time. Which means if I'm trying to describe something, so I can describe one thing at a time. So that's how I was trying to describe Hasina. So what would I describe? I would first describe what the mountain looked like. Then I could describe the cloud in the mountain. Then I could describe the fire. Then I could describe the lightning and the thunder. Then I could describe the whole the concept of the whole mountain shaking. Then I'd describe the Kola Shaifa. And I could, I could describe every aspect, like the Torah does of Harasinah. And Tezu Kazari is not going to have the same effect as if a person witnessed Harasinah. And the reason is because what a person is able to explain and to give over, uh, describe, I can only talk on one aspect at a time. I can only talk one aspect at a time. And therefore, a person has, in each time, is only impressed by one specific part of it. Whereas what a person can see, so then a person's experience takes in everything at the same time. And therefore a person who was at Hasinai would have felt the lightning and the thunder and the Kala Shafer and the Anunakovar and the Ash and the mountain trembling and the whole experience would have felt it all simultaneously. So it's not just a question of how much a person senses something through experiencing it, feeling it, seeing it, as opposed to hearing about it. It's also because what a person hears about, it's broken up into individual points of information, which it takes one at a time. And the impact is much less than the experience of everything together. It has a much more powerful impact. And you want another example, not a historical example, but something everyone can relate to. Imagine you're trying to describe a beautiful scene to somebody. So then I can describe the mountains, I can describe the trees, I can describe the forests, the water, everything else. But even if I'm trying to paint the picture very well and I use good imagery and rich language to convey what it was to be that, then again, the person who's hearing it is not the same thing as seeing and the Kazari says the reason is because what I can talk about, I can only talk about one thing at a time. And therefore you have to piece together all the, all the different uh, points of information to, try to construct what, what, what the experience was that. Whereas when a person experiences something, he experiences everything together. It's much more of an effect. And that's why he says, about A person can't describe two things at the same time. Even if you had a number of people talking, so therefore they could describe all the different aspects together. The listener can't hear so many things at once. He can understand one thing at a time. What a person can see from a country of the whole scene together, says the Kazari, even a thick safer won't be soable, won't be able to hold the same amount of information. Because what a person experiences is the was all the different in points, all the different pratim 
which uh, which are he's aware of, or he's what he can see, he can feel at the same time. But not just that; it's the effect that they're all happening together. And therefore, you can't compare that to what a person can describe and talk about each point separately. It won't have that same cumulative effect of of the experience of where everything's together. And therefore, when I see everyone together, I get a feeling for them, either good or bad, in one second. Because I can see what they're doing, and therefore that uh, the experience of seeing what's going on, uh, I will, I will re- re- react to it, I'll feel it in a certain way. But if we would read out point by point, this person is doing this, this person is doing this, this person is doing this, each thing individually, it wouldn't have the same effect on my nefesh. And that is that uh, each individual part by itself. Similarly, if it's only coming to understanding something through what a person isn't experiencing but rather understanding, so then of course people can make mistakes in understanding or compare it to things which were different or didn't really happen. And therefore I won't have the same clarity of exactly what happened as if a person saw. Like the like the Gemara says in more than one place, that seeing something isn't as good as seeing it. As long as seeing is always more powerful than what a person can hear. Uh, seeing is always more powerful than Shmir, than what a person can hear. And uh, therefore it's the same thing over here. What a Navi could experience was much more than what a Navi would be told. And therefore, like we said, even though we can learn about Matan Torah, and we can learn about Yasir Sinchayim, it's not going to have the same effect on us as the people who were there. Not because we don't have the information, but because the information doesn't equal the experience. And it's interesting, there, there are other reasons for that too. Uh, the Pashtus, the, the simple reason is what the Kuzari himself said in the previous chapter, that is that an experience hits a person much more deeply than something that he understands. And therefore it's much more real to him, it's much more powerful. Mashenk and the Kuzari saying a different reason. And he's saying is it's because something which is experienced, he feels all the, all the points which make up the experience simultaneously. Whereas if a person is hearing about it, so he's hearing each point separately, and it doesn't have the same effect as bringing it together. If you want to marshal for that, it will be the difference between hearing a full orchestra playing, or hearing each each uh, instrument playing its piece, and I think, ah, so if that would be playing at the same time, that the piano would be in the background, and the trumpets would be blaring, then I could understand how they would fit together. But it's hearing each piece separately, and they're trying to superimpose them on each other, as opposed to hearing everything together. And of course, the effect of hearing everything together is more powerful then trying in one's mind to piece together the individual aspects and create a medley, create a combination of those things. What the Kuzari is saying, what the king is saying is right. But uh, the Chacham isn't completely happy with it. In other words, it's true. What a person experiences um, is much stronger than what a person can hear about. But it, seem, but it seems from the way that the king is saying it, and that is that the information is the same. It's like in the Mashal gave before of the orchestra. I'm hearing the flutes, and I'm hearing the trumpets, and I'm hearing the cymbals, and I'm hearing the, the, the piano, whatever it is. I'm just hearing them separately. But, and he's saying hearing each one separately isn't the same as hearing them together. It's true, but the, the Chacham doesn't like that, because he's going to say that it's not even hearing them. It's hearing about them. Which means, uh, if you would tell me that the flute was playing whatever she was in the C minor, and this was playing this and this, it's hearing about them, it's not hearing them play. In other words, even to hear them play is already experienced. They might be experiencing each individual practice as opposed to experiencing the medley, the harmony of everything together, but it's still the experience. I heard each instrument. 
Whereas if I'm just telling you about it, then you don't even have that experience. You're being told about the experience, but you don't even have the experience of each of the individual practice. And therefore, let's go back to our marshal before. If we talk about Harsina. So what the Khazari is saying is, of course, the being in Harsina was stronger than the Torah telling us about it, because in the, when the Torah tells us, first it tells us about the, the, the Onan, then it tells us about the, the fire, then it tells us about the lightning and thunder, then it tells us about the shofar. So each point is individual as opposed to all together. And the Chacham is going to say that's also not the case. Because even when the Torah tells us about each of those points, it's also not the same as experiencing that point. Hearing about the Torah said that there was an Aish which was which was went up to the, heaven, the heart of the heavens, a Deva Shemay. We read about it, but it's not nearly the same thing as seeing a fire like that. It's going so high, you can't see the end of it. And when the Torah tells us there was a Kol HaShefer, which was so strong that everybody shook, it's not the same thing as experiencing the Kol HaShefer. And therefore the Chacham is going to say, Kazari, King, you're right. It's not the same thing seeing each individual thing as comparing everything together, but we don't even have each individual thing. We're not talking about that you experience each individual thing either. We're just we're talking about the fact that you were told about each individual thing. And therefore it's two steps less. We don't have any experience. That's what the for people whose eyes are closed, they can just have a slip, just open a slit, and therefore they can see very little. They can't, they can't get a full picture because their, their vision is very much limited, and therefore a person whose vision is that small, they can't even see, even what they are seeing, they can't see properly. And therefore a person is very, very insight impaired, even what he's, what he's witnessing, he can't see properly. They'll have to rely on the picture, and the people can see clearly, to tell him what, this, what, they, what, what they, they, he was meant to see or he was able to see. But his, his vision itself is blocked that he can't see. And therefore, just like uh, even a, a person who's able to see properly, but he can't look straight at the sun, he gave his marshal before. And therefore, how's he going to know about the sun? He'll learn from something else. He'll learn about the sun from the fact that it's impossible to look at it. In certain times, I can see the sun. When the sun is just rising or setting, when it's black, black clouds, when it's uh, not as bright as, as it is in the middle of the day, then a person can look and see there's a sun. And even though that in the middle of the day he can't look at the sun, but he knows it's there. Because he can know that it's something he can't look at. So, Same comes to Ruchnius. There were people, there were certain times in history when Nebo was was possible, and then it was shy for people to see in the river, and there was times when it wasn't shy, like today. And therefore, he says it's like we have to be shaykh on when the river was visible, when there were people able to see it, to share the experience, and then we understand that such an experience existed. But uh, it wasn't always a, it wasn't always shaykh to see, for sure not. Today it's not shaykh to see. And, that's, and, now, and now he's saying even when there was an ability to see that R, which means to connect to Nevoah, and there were only certain times that was possible. The times when Nevoah was more accessible was the times of davening, which is a very interesting Kiddush. Kolsha can be Mea Tshuva. And even more so was it visible, was it tangible in the Mea Tshuva. Those were the times where... The Mea Tshuva means the same as Mea Tshuva. Um, those are times when there was more ability to connect to Aurelaki. And it's an interesting thing because you talk about, I mean, normally 
as a time when people can daven more or chuvas easily accessed. But the main thing is, if you think about it, what you know it says to each other, as the positive says, Karub Yesi Karub, Karubun is close. And that's the case, if there's a time in the year where Hashim is closer to us, like it says to each other, it means it's also a time when a person is more able to experience Ruchnis. And therefore, even a person who maybe the rest of the year can't experience Ruchnis, but can experience more on Rishon Yom Kippur. There's a Bechin of Yesi Karub. There's a certain aspect of Hashem being closer, which means that a person doesn't have to be get that much closer himself in order to start feeling Ruchnias, and Skeeter is brought nearer to him. And therefore even the person, the same person, who, who is the same person as he is the rest of the year, but on the same time, he is going to feel more of that connection because HaKadosh Baruch has made it more accessible to him. And there's a Chazal on this, it's a very interesting Chazal. Chazal say, it's on the Pasuk it says, Tekosif Zos Tadar Achran, it should be written for the Dorach and for the last generation. And then the next one says, And he had the Tvila. He didn't respond, he didn't turn away the Tvila of, of a poor people. Which means that, that uh, there would be reason why HaKadosh Baruch could look at the Tvilas of the Dorani and think, these aren't Tvilas, these Tvilas don't deserve to be accepted. But the 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 pasuk is saying that Kila Hakadosh Baruch doesn't reject the tefillahs of the Darani, of the poor generation, and that's what's the, who's it talking about? So the midrash says the midrash Hilene says it's talking about our dairis, and being as our tefillah isn't such a fantastic tefillah, we're not in such a hamadrag of davening, and our tefillah isn't so much uh, with the right intentions or even with any intention. Uh, people tend to drift off or think other things during davening. And therefore, by rights, there would be a swara there for the Shparukh to reject the Tvilas. There aren't such good Tvilas that deserve to be answered. But it's an interesting thing. When the Vedish and the Apostle says that Hashem doesn't reject the Tvilas, it says these are the Tvilas of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. These are the Tvilas of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And the person can feel that. That even if he hasn't gone up a lot of darkness, then his, his style of diving in Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur isn't that markedly different from the rest of the year. But a person feels that these Tvilas of Rosh Yom Kippur have more kayak, have more, have more connection, have more uh, ruchnis to them. And that's not necessarily because the person is doing better, it's because it's the Yosekarev. And as says to each other, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, Hashem is nearer. If Hashem is nearer, then it makes it easier for the Tvilas to be accepted. And therefore, and it's an interesting point, the Mishnah says this in Brachas, the Mishnah says that uh, the Kirvus the Hashem, of tefillah means that a person can feel my tefillah was accepted. And therefore, that he would say if his tefillah was answered or not because he had a hargosh, he had a feeling. My tefillah was accepted or my tefillah wasn't accepted. And the person can have a hargosh too. And accept, normally, for a person to feel his tefillah being accepted, a person has to dive in a much better tefillah. But the chayach of Rishon Yom Kippur is clear a person can experience a connection to tefillah even without him, even without him, Rising to many stages in his own Tvila because it's like you said, it's the it, it's an ace which is a more roy for that R, and therefore those are the of the Tvila. So it says to me, Chiva, where a person is more able to experience, more able to connect to um, to that, that feeling of Rachnis, it's the Yasakar. That's one point. Same thing, there were places where people could get Nabur. And not people couldn't get the and what we saw previously, because I already said, 
that anywhere that in Eretz Yisrael or anywhere in the Midbar was places where Nevo was practical, possible, and places in Chutz there wasn't Nevo. Now, therefore, what's he trying to say? So he's going to say, he's talking about himself and the king, who both in Chutz Taris, so he says that we aren't able to experience uh, the, we aren't able to experience this concept of seeing the, or experiencing Ruchnias. He said we're able to understand that and hear about it, but we can't see it ourselves because it's not a, it's like a person who doesn't have vision. And therefore, we aren't able to see it. Number one, it's only visible at certain times and in certain places. Now, this is already saying a big Chiddush. This is already saying a Chiddush, and it's a Chiddush which the Khazari, the king, is about to jump on and attack the Chacham for saying. And that, is, that means to say that uh, uh, the ability to connect to the Chiddush Baruch isn't a constant. And sometimes where it's more practical, sometimes it's less practical. There's some places it's, it's, it's more shaykh, it's more lemaisidik. And there's some places where it's, it's, where it's more shaykh, some places less shaykh. Now why should it be like that? If you want to say that the concept is that the whole world, that is run by Kodesh Baruch Hu, then it should be accessible every, everywhere and anywhere. Because Ba'atzim, the Kodesh Baruch Hu isn't nearer one place than another place. And if that's the case, to say that, no, there's certain times where either Ruchness is more accessible, and certain times were less. In certain places, the Ruchnis is more accessible, in certain places less. It seems to indicate that there's a difference between how much connection the world has or the place has to Hashem, one place compared to the other place. And that's because I was going to ask him, because he finds it hard to understand. Because uh, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everywhere, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is listening to every Tefillah, whenever it is, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is looking after everyone, wherever they are, so why should there be times and places where it's more, it's more shy, it's more practical for a person to feel that kerva as compared to other places and times where it isn't. And in fact, the Kuzari is even going to take this a step further and he's going to say that this is a concept which comes from a desire. Oh, he wants to disagree with it? He wants to disagree with it? He wants to say that it's not true? He says, how can you say such a thing? This is a concept which comes from a desire. Because since a desire saw different forces doing different things, yes. and in different places, different times, wherever it was, so they can say, this force is stronger than that force. And therefore this place will be more musugal, will be more appropriate for something in a different place because the ruling force here has more kayak in this area. Or this time will be better than that time. And this was love desire. When we talk about the world being right under the influence of the Mazaris, as the Gemara talks about, we call the seven kayak the seven planets. The Gemara calls the Shatsam Chanka, which is the names of the seven planets. And it tells us the hours where each one is dominant. And the way I used to think, that if certain things will be more successful at the, when, at the time when that planet is a dominant planet because it has more of a hashpah in the world and therefore things which are run by that hashpah, by that kayak, that planet will be more successful in those times and therefore people used to try and work out the times the times are not going to be successful in war and the times are not going to be successful in business and the times are not going to be successful in health and whatever out there it might be based on what's the ruling uh, planet, the ruling kayak at that time and then a whole chart, which we understand how it worked, uh, depending on the month of the year, depending on the day of the month, exactly uh, which planet would be in ascendancy then, and therefore which would have a stronger mother. So we're going to talk about avoid desire. We're going to talk about multiple forces having effects, and we have to see when each one has its effect. And we can say this time is more appropriate than that time, because let's say the Gemara says, we're talking about the concept of this idea of different mazaras having different kaychas. So it says the mazal, for example, 
of Sunday, according to the Torah of the Gemara, so it's the Mazlaros of the end of the days, is the Mazl of uh, the Mazl of Dam. The Mazl of Tariq uh, Rasha, but it's also the Mazl of Maz, which is the Mazl of Dam. It's called Madim, or Dam, and therefore that Mazl is going to have an effect on people. If this is born that muscle, they're going to want, they're going to lack blood. Mm-hmm. If it's that muscle predominant, then people are going to fight, kill each other. It's, it's a certain kayak. And therefore, you're going to say, when will people be more successful in battle, or more bloodthirsty, whatever the case would be, depending on the kayak of that muscle. So, and the Mazel is going to have an effect. He's going to deny all this? He's going to say it's natural? So we're going to see what the Chacham says. But the first thing the king says is therefore this concept of saying sometimes are better, sometimes are worse, some places are stronger, some places are less for spiritual things. That sounds like a word of mm-hmm. That sounds like what the, the guy king is saying. The king is saying it to the Chacham. The king is saying it to the Chacham. Because the Chacham had said about the... Right. The Chacham said that there's at times and places about, uh, which it's, where it's more shy mm-hmm. for the person to connect to Rufnius. And the king is going to say, how can you say that? Because that's like a, a that's like not a desert. If Hashem is ever present and in, in, in all time in all places, then it should be the same in all time in all places. And that's what Kazari says to him. Amar Kazari, Oisches imkain and Iraya Oischa shatamoyde beravi ashoyes alam koymus that you're talking about the difference of the mitzvahs of different places or different times. Kachosim like like the people who believe in the stars. The people used to look at the stars and see which star is predominant and therefore which koyach is on the gear right now. And since they gave um, koyach to different times or different uh, locations based on what, what the dominant koyach was there, I see you do the same thing. That was his, that was his argument. That's his uh, that kind of the, the question he sends to the koyach. So, why is the koyach answer? So, before we clear the inside, the words were complicated. Let's say outside first what we want to try and see on inside afterwards in the words of the Chacham is going to say. The Chacham's answer to this question is based on something which we've already seen before in the Kazai. And that is, we don't deny that there's influence of the various Kaychus Adyanim on the world. We're also not that. We're not, we're not denying the fact that HaKadosh Baruch created a system where each level, so to speak, is Mashpi on the system underneath it. And therefore, there is a world of, we call the Kichavim or the Mazaris, which is Mashpia and Awad. We're not denying that. And uh, we don't deny that a person can see in the stars, if they know how to read the stars, like they did in the olden day times, what's going to happen in this world. Because that's the stage which is things are brought to before they come down here. And therefore, a person can see what's going to happen. So the fact that a person is able to uh, see that there is an effect on the stars, what they bring down to this world, and different stars will bring that will be the channel for different kaychas, and therefore that's what comes out of the world, isn't argued about. That's undeniable. For people who understood the system, they could see that. And therefore, says the Chacham, we're not arguing with the, with the Chayzah, that there are different planets, different spiritual forces, and they through that, different kaychas come down to this world. He says, our argument with them is, is that they, that they see that that's where it begins. Here, the different planets are in charge of different forces, and they can decide what they want to do. Whereas we understand that no, the different kaychas are only, uh, so to speak, roots through which Hashem sends things to this world, but it's not starting from the force and it's not after the force. It's, it's the channel Hashem is using to send things to this world. But the fact that they're different channels, and therefore the fact that there's a hashpah on this world from depending on the channel that there is, that's true. We agree with that also. 
And then, like the Gemara says in Shabbos, that the mazal the person is born under, it's the mazal of the hour, the mud of the day, is going to affect him. It's going to change based on, oh, it's all coming from Hashem. And it's true. But Hashem sends things through the agency of different kaikas, and therefore the prevalent kaikas is going to make a difference to him. But the nafkaminim between the chorizim is the chorizim believe that that itself was the source, and therefore that's what has to be worked with. And we understand that no, that's just the root Hashem is sending to send things. So that's the first point. And therefore, but the fact that sometimes are more musogal than other times, we understand. For example, the Gemara says this. The Gemara says that at certain times when tefillahs are accepted more. Hashem should be at an ace ratzan, at a time of ratzan, which means there are times when tefillah is going to be more accepted. It's the same Hashem, and it's the same tefillah, and He's hearing you regardless of when you have but not every time is an ace ratzan. And therefore, we see that in the state of Hashem creates things, there's sometimes a shemov and ace ratzan for tefillah. Same thing, the point of davening in a mochum kaddish, so it's a place where a tefillah is going to be more accepted. Oh, Hashem will hear your tefillah when you're davening at the, next to the coastal or at the side of a bus stop because always you're going to mishke and not, not daven mincha. It's the truth. Hashem is not hearing you either way. But the fact in certain places there's more of a koyach of accepting tefillah, that, that's true. That's true. And therefore in some places there's more of an, uh, so to speak, a part of how tefillah is going to get accepted. And that's what the Kuzari is going to answer. We don't argue with the principle. There are times and places which are more misogal, but it's not because it's a different force, which is a more powerful force. It's because Hashem, who's in charge of everything, set the system up like that. Set up the system that under everything is equal, that there will be times where it's uh, more powerful, more times less powerful. And the obvious question we have to ask is, why, why is it like that? If Hashem wants us to dive, and then He sets up a channel for Twitter to be accepted, so why would sometimes, why would there be times or places which are stronger and uh, more more likely for Twitters to get accepted or more connected to the roughness than other times. It's a question. Right. Why why should the system is true. We try to understand why shouldn't have the system like that. So first, we'll talk about this next, but first let's see how the Ghazari in, in his own words says the first rule we said. In his test he says, do you think we're arguing about the fact that the Yonis, which means the spiritual forces have an effect on the Arceus and things in this world. We agree with it. We also agree that things which can bring down to success or loss in this world come from the Galgal, which means come from the world of the Mazaras. But there's Hashem who Creates, who creates those tourists and makes them do what they do and made them as Kaidim to be used in whatever he wants them to achieve to bring down to uh, this world. And therefore, we're not arguing with the principle that there, are, there is a Kayak of the of the Elyon or the Tachtonim. What we're saying is that that's something which is run by Hashem. Which is run by Hashem? Which is run by Hashem. And Hashem created the system. He's running that system. And therefore, we, without us knowing exactly how things are going to be affected by certain towns, you understand, Hashem is doing that. And the Chazah, whereas the Stargazer, he would say, no, he can understand exactly what's going to happen. He can, based on what he sees, he understands the system, because he thinks that's where the system begins from. And if I understand how the planets work, I understand the Hashpah of the stars, then I, then I know everything. And we deny 
Venigza, we're going to say categorically, Sha'in Vasavada Masik Vizin. A person is not able to understand, even if he understands that the different planets are, are, have quite a different times, but therefore what the result of that's going to be, we can't understand. And the reason for that is because that we understand that's a Kodesh Baruch who's deciding what to do and how to set things up. Therefore we don't know about that. The Nintu and Achachmahi, Tavus Samach and Achachmahi, Lakis, Tari, Tari, if there's knowledge of what's going to be or what's going to happen based on the Chachmah of the Tari or what Hashem told the Navi, then the Kabbalah. They will accept that that's a, that you have a Messiah, that that is a certain Kayak or something. And therefore, we said to Nuch, Tatayno, Amash Niska, my Chachmah, Sakhachavim, Bediver Abisayno. And that's why we don't have a problem with the fact that the Chazal also talk about the ability of understanding the stars and what the stars represented. Because we don't argue that there is, a, there is that, that, that level of the stars affecting things in this world. The only thing we're arguing about is that it didn't start there. And if we don't see there's a power in its own right, something which, which can be worked with or understood just from understanding the stars, we understand that it's an agent that Hashem is using in order to, in order to alter or to change how it does things in this world. So that's the first part of this argument of this explanation. But the next year we'll go later and like I said, explain how this idea of Hashem running the Koycha, the stars, or the Galgal, that at a certain times which are more appropriate works. And like we asked before, why it's like that Hashem created sometimes is better than others.